Hello, welcome back to In The Pipeline. I'm Emma White and I am a member of the marketing team here at OCU Group. Before I begin with the second episode of the series, all about the Vernway project, please make sure to check out all of our socials. Our Instagram is OCU underscore group and our LinkedIn is OCU. As mentioned in today's episode, I will be taking you along with me to our site near Delamere Forest, where we are currently working on the pipeline that takes drinking water from Lake Vernway in Wales to Prescott in Merseyside. I will be chatting to our project director Mark Reynolds about what is going on there, why we are doing it and what measures are in place for us to stay environmentally friendly. I will also be having a conversation with our customer liaison manager Karen Cook about how we work with the general public and reduce the risk of complaints. Stay tuned to hear the ins and outs about the Vernway project. What's key to me is obviously getting the project off and running from, from the start and, and whilst it's still early, I probably think Vernon probably could be that project that is probably going to be the one that I'm going to remember in years to come. I sat down with Mark and Karen last week to introduce myself and to gather more information about the project. It was nice to hear about the importance of the work on the pipeline and the methodology behind the modernisation. So rather than obliterating all of the land and putting all new pipelines in, having upheaval for everybody in the area from months and years on end, so, uh, so the, the, the modernisation of the of the existing system means that we just need to excavate small-ish excavations, several metres in, in length, down to, down to the pipe, and what we do is weld new manuals onto the pipe, which will then allow access into the pipe. Obviously, every every water company makes a commitment to, to, to their customers, which is, which is all of us who, when we switch the tap on, to provide water to the highest quality, so it's it's important to maintain the network and it's time to maintain and modernise the network and that's where we're doing. It was also lovely to speak to Mark about his connection to Ireland and the reasons why he aspired to become a project director. Do your family live over here? My family, um, uh, my, my blood family, so when I was born, so they're all back in Ireland, they're still back in Ireland, but my partner, um, she's English, and I've got three children. And I bet it makes for a good holiday going back to Ireland. We don't go back that often, it's quite difficult. Three young children, so six is the eldest, and three and ten months. Aww. So it's, it's <laughs> getting all those on an airplane and into ferry is quite difficult. Yes. Obviously to get around school times and obviously work times as well. We don't go back as much as we would like. Our work on the Vernway pipeline is set to take place for another few years, which means it is important to gain a good relationship with those who it may affect. Karen spoke about the ways that we educate people and put their minds at ease. I'm doing a lot of customer sessions, drop-in sessions, information evenings, that type of thing, to make sure the customers are aware of what is going to be happening and what they can expect things to look like, how that's going to impact them day to day. So how they will potentially have to go to work, how long it will now take and things like that. After our catch up, oh, well, thank you so much. they invited me and Kyle Terry, another member of the marketing team, along to the site in Delamere to see the progress we have already made. So I'm now with Kyle Terry and we've literally just this moment arrived at the OCU and United Utilities offices at Delamere Forest and we are literally in the heart of Delamere Forest here. From where we actually are right now we can't see the site but I'm sure that'll change in a moment. Yeah looking forward to seeing what's, what's in store and happening there. Yeah yeah definitely. Um, I could definitely resonate with what Mark said the other day uh, about how one of the workers went for a walk and didn't return for hours later. <laughs> 
I can definitely understand why that happened. I never realised how big Delamere Forest actually is. It's huge. Yeah. It Very is. Big. But yeah, we'll stick our high bizzes on and our steel-toed boots and we'll go and see who we can speak to, shall we? Yep, let's Bye. go. I'm now stood with Mark and we're looking at a part of the pipeline that hasn't been jetted yet. So Mark, you were telling me a little bit before about what we're actually looking at here. So could you explain that again for me? Yeah, no problem at all, Emma. Um, yeah, so when, when we engage on, on the project, this land would have just been normal agricultural land. So before we do, do any of the walks, we would have to engage with the, with the local community, with the local landowners and, and agree the access routes that we're going to go in. So the process of, of, of getting the walks done is we, we'd be putting the fencing up around, around the area to make it safe for, for whatever sort of farming is done in the area. Make uh, make access tracks into into the area, and then all um, then we would look to, to start the excavations of the works. This particular location is one of the low points. Uh, we're we're currently at pit thirty six, which is a sluice drain location. So what we've done here is we've we've stripped the topsoil. We've uh, we've done some excavations down to find the existing main. We've removed the bitumen off the main, and what we've what we've done is we've installed a manway a manway onto it. So part of the process of the manway, the manways will be manufactured off-site in accordance with the United Utility specifications. They would then be, be brought to site, lifted into position, they would be welded. Part of the procedure, again, to follow the specifications, would we, we would undertake a, an MPI scan of it, so a magnet, a magnet particle inspection to make sure that the welds are, are in, um, in accordance with the specs and, and are going to pass any air, air tests. We would then undertake the test for the, for the works before we, we would then bring a large drill in and we would drill into the main after the main has been decommissioned by by United Utilities. And then we, at the stage we are at the minute, we've now closed the manways up. And what we're doing is we're just waiting for the jet out, which is due to arrive today, which would be the cleaning process uh, for, for the main. What you were saying before was people actually getting into the pipe to clean it. Yeah, so the next phase of the works is obviously the cleaning of the pipe. So we've got a couple of cleans which is going to be done with, um, with, a, with a jetting unit on, on, on this, um, this siphon. So the wagon will come in, clean, clean the mains. It'll be CCTV'd after that to just make sure it is, is to, the, to the correct cleanliness that's required as part of the works. And whilst reviewing that uh, CCTV, we would look for any internal damage of the mains, which would then result in, in the crews of men entering the pipe. Um, the transversion potentially up to 500 meters inside a inside a, a 42 inch pipe and, and undertaking a repair internally. So obviously, confined space, walking, etc., and that. So that needs to be planned planned well in advance. It needs to be planned down to the nth degree to make sure that the guys when they do go in there, it's it's, it's safe. I'm very uh, equipped for this type of work. I'm I'm wearing my full PPE. How important is it? Yeah, so every site is going to be different and, and, and every site has different requirements of PPE. So we, we have a rule on this site that we've got five five pints of PPE. So it's steel toe boots, hard hat, glasses, gloves, and then full full high vis. Uh, vis. The reason why we've gone for the full high visibility on, on this project is it, because it's predominantly um, the cross-country pipeline. However, we are doing some work on, on the highways and we just wanted to remove that ambiguity of the, of the guys and girls that are working on, on the project that when they are on site they're wearing the correct PPE to be on the highway so we just don't get them stepping out of vans and, and maybe not following the correct process in, in terms of working in, in, in that, um, that area of us. I'm just jumping in here to give you a quick reminder. OCU are currently in the process of jetting a section of the pipeline that runs from Powys to Prescott. Jetting is essentially intense cleaning and involves the use of a Muller Canal Master 
which is a high pressure recycling and water jetting unit. What part of the pipeline are we currently looking at and what what sections are we working on at the moment? Yes, yeah, so, so a, lot, a lot of planning up front of the works. We, we, had to, we had to look at how we're going to plan the works to be able to keep continuity. We're currently in section three of Siphon 2. Siphon 2 is broken down into four different sections and we can only shut down two sections of the main at any one time, but we need a section in between us. So the first section initially we planned to look at was section two, then we would move on to section four. However, just with, with negotiations and engagement with the local community, we, we had issues within within certain sections. So what we've done is we've, we've commenced in section three. So yeah, we're currently in section three, which has been shut down, but we were also working on section one, which just hasn't been shut down just as of yet, but the guys are excavating on the pits and we're just not at the process where we are here today. today. But, but next week we are looking to install the man in section one. I think we've got, there's a truck, there's a truck coming, we're bumping on. Uh, so what, what, what actually is, is this, this truck? Yes, uh, yes, we've got the telehandler coming down to site. So he's, he's going to come down to site and he's got, what he's going to be doing is he's going to be lifting the man way off. We are going to have the jet and wagon probably arriving here in the next few minutes um, as well. So, th so these guys go ahead of the jet and units. They will uh, pump out any excavations, make the access into the excavations safe for the guys who's going to be doing the, doing the jetting works and removing removing the manwell lid. So the, the manwell lid is, is quite a heavy piece of equipment. It's not something that you would be able to, to remove by hand. So we, we, we had two options. We could have machines. Uh, we could have machines that's driving around the, the site, been, been transported on wagons, or we have a, a, a roadworthy um, a roadworthy telehandler, which we're using in this in this instance to be able to, to remove the manwell. So I'm now with Karen, who is the customer liaison's manager here in Delamere. Um, and Karen, could you first tell me kind of what problems you may have faced working with the public around this area? The main problem I've encountered is the general public not understanding why we're having to do the work. So getting that message across has been vital, the importance of the scheme and getting the public to understand why we need to be causing such disruption in their area and keeping them well informed really. And how have, how have you kept them informed? How have you kept the public in the, in the loop so then they know what to expect in the coming months? It's a combination of lots of different communication styles. So we do the obvious things, which are letter drops, posters in the local community. We've got such things as the media van, so that's quite innovative. And I do a lot of um, local events where the community can drop in and I can give them live up-to-date information on how we're doing and what they can expect next. And in terms of your role, like, what's your most favourite thing? <laughs> My favourite thing about here is here. It's beautiful, as you can see. What a wonderful place to work. It's a great environment to be in. I love my team. I love where we're based. It's just perfect. Going to visit the Aqueduct Works was extremely interesting, especially hearing about it from those who are making it happen. I can't lie, it puts everything into perspective when you're seeing the action, especially the amount of planning that must take place before the project even properly begins. We will be taking you along to more of our sites throughout this podcast series, so stay tuned for those. Now onto the news of the week. Again, a lot has been happening here at OCU Group. There's never a dull moment. Before the working week began, Lucy Murray, an administrator at our Leeds office, played in the Women's Super League Grand Final on Sunday the 8th of October for Leeds Rhinos Women's. 
Although they were unfortunately defeated by York Valkyries, we are still very proud of Lucy for her efforts in the final. It's Unblocktober, the world's first month-long national campaign and awareness month to improve the health of our drains, sewers, watercourses and seas, driven completely by the British public. It's going to be a full month-long cleaning campaign to clean our sewers, drains and other water bodies. There's a lot of play on words this month as it's not only Unblocktober, it's Stoptober. Stoptober is a national smoking cessation campaign led by Public Health England that encourages smokers to give up smoking for 28 days during the month of October. Figures show that people are more likely to quit for good after taking part in this. For those that are unaware, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. To show our support for the cause and encouragement for people to get checked, we are hoping that as many people as possible can get involved in Wear It Pink Day on Friday the 20th of October. The clue is in the title, dress in pink and donate. Some more very exciting news is the announcement of our participation in next year's Crazy Races, hosted in Stockport. We had that much fun last year, we had to do it again. Expect us to be pit sponsors in the event. Another event that we are getting involved with again is Mission Christmas Cash for Kids. For those that don't know, it is an organisation dedicated to brightening the lives of underprivileged children during the festive season. We invite you to consider donating your volunteer day to this amazing cause. It was World Mental Health Day on Tuesday and we wanted to remind people that at OCU Group we have mental health first aiders on hand who are trained to help and support those who may be struggling. Mental health first aiders are a point of contact if you are experiencing a mental health issue or emotional distress. As mentioned in the previous episode, our HDD design manager in Edinburgh, Ross Henderson, was asked to give a paper at the Drilling Contractors Association's annual congress in Leipzig, which was titled The Importance of HDD in the Energy Transition, Recent Experiences in the United Kingdom. The paper was very well received by over 220 HDD experts from all over the world. Check out our Instagram page for photos of the event. And finally, Acacia Carrington, an assistant project manager at our Bridge End office, is in the middle of a virtual 44-mile swim with the aim to complete it in 12 weeks, whilst raising money and awareness for Shout Crisis Text Line, who she's also a volunteer for. This is such an amazing thing to be doing, and we wish Acacia the best of luck. I would love to continue to share the weekly OCU news and celebrate colleague successes, so please continue to get in touch with the marketing team. That is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, I will be speaking about the measures that OCU Group has in place to support those struggling with mental health issues. I will also be speaking to the individuals who are there to help. See you on the next one.